0: Alternate Buffalo 107.7 at 104.7 Barnes. Courtney right there with fire and uh, we are live from the Kerfuffle Before Christmas night one And we are joined by the man himself Woo! Welcome back to Buffalo my man, Man,
1: I'm happy to be back. This place is glorious
0: I think last time we had you here. We were we were tasting whiskeys and bourbons. That and was a good day, right? I that couldn't was... believe that that was my job <laughs> <laughs> That was all that
1: was expected of me to yeah, come and wake chase. up and go drink today. That's it. That it's wonderful
0: It's good times. Well, we're excited to have you uh part of the kerfuffle before Christmas Night number one tonight at Buffalo Riverworks. Barnes-Courtney, Bishop-Briggs, New Politics. Uh, Tickets are available at the box office and doors are open now at the box office. Doors open at the venue, uh, 6.15 this evening, and then you start off the show at 7.10. Yeah, yeah. So we are looking forward to that. So, um, you know, this really threw me for a loop until I did more reading on this, but when I first heard about you, it was like, oh, he's a, he's a British guy. He's an English guy. And then I met you and talked to you. I'm like, where the hell's the goddamn accent? Mm. And I realized you moved to Seattle early in life. I just put
1: it on to get attention from girls. <laughs> and it kind of I mean, spun out of control. And then suddenly everyone thought I was British. And I tried to stop it, but I built up too much momentum at that point, And then
0: no turning back. There was it, no, there turning, was no back. turning
1: back. So now I don't really know what to do.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> you, you spent... A good amount of time growing up in the Pacific Northwest though. I did. Yeah, and, did. and then you wound up going back to in you, all but.
1: seriousness Yeah, no, I, I moved there when I was four and I lived there for a good ten years uh, And then moved back to England to a lovely little town called Ipswich, which is uh, culturally devoid of, of Any thing
0: <laughs> is it like hill country or no,
1: I mean we got uh, we,
0: we won the football
1: once in like 1975 the un-American football. We still talk about the, the <laughs> un-American, the foot, which makes more sense than it does your football. It makes a lot more sense. It's a ball sense.
0: that you kick with your feet. With your feet, yeah. So speak the Queen's English or get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, at least you have that here in Buffalo. There, there has never been a championship. So, so Ipswich has that over Buffalo. You guys could have a championship. We would like we to. You have could have a championship. The, the Cheerio diving championship. <laughs> Did you see the Cheerio plant like I right around the corner? I the Cheerio you're plant. Do, when you're walking by, man. It's yeah. just in the air. It permeates.
1: It's kind of. It's nice though. Usually, I don't like factory smells. But this one—it's <laughs> pleasant. This is in the top ten factory smells. <laughs>
0: that well, I've the worst—the worst part is though, when you come out of bar at like two in the morning, and then you're smelling that, and you just need and to go find some Cheerios. Oh like, my oh God! My there's God. a
1: gap in the market for late night Cheerios. Cheerio, Cheerio bar,
0: right? Cheerio bar, it's hot there. Cheerios. And depending on the day, like sometimes you get a little whiff of Lucky Charms. It might be Cocoa uh, oh, yeah oh, Don't yeah. lie to me. Don't oh, toy no. with my emotions. No, this is all true. This is all true. So like, there's a bar right around the corner here called Swanee House, the oldest bar in Buffalo, which is usually where I wind up after a show here, and then you come out, and then you just Smell cereal. Can we, do that, we can tonight? do that? Can we do that? We can do that. You can, can hold me in up? your
1: arms while I smell Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> you can stroke my, and stroke my
0: furry Chewbacca. <laughs> There's a story behind that. That sounds extremely dirty when you say it on here. I'm wearing a furry Chewbacca. He's actually shirt. referring
1: to his phallus. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> it's not as dirty as it sounds. And we just got blue. The interview got very blue. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Barnes Courtney here with us. I said uh, phallus. I thought that was quite uh, a. <laughs> You know, quite a
1: good way of putting it. That was. You could have gotten it. was like the most scientific dry term it, it, that I could have used. It was. Used. You kept it
0: as, you, as radio friendly as possible. Okay, which good. Is, which is good. good. I feel good about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk tunes. The new album, Attractions of Youth. Yeah. All right. Love the record, Front to Back. Fantastic. That's Excited so Excited cool, about it. Um, Hobo Rocket is my jam. That Aww. is my song, and I am picking up heavy Beck influences on that one. Are you a Beck fan?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't actually mean to uh, to reference him so heavily, and then I listened to it, uh, and I was <laughs> like, wow, that is that is Beck.
0: Yeah, it's very Eau Yeah,
1: so. for sure. Yes. But I played it to his um, bass player, Justin Mendel Johnson, like expecting him to be like, dude, what are you doing? You're you're totally ripping off my friend Beck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, he didn't hear it at all. Isn't that weird? Wow. Like as soon as they kicked in, I, I heard instant not rip off. But no, like, no oh, no, my God, no, this, no, is no, this is where this is coming I'm, from.
1: I'm, I'm being <laughs> uh, I'm exaggerating. But yeah, no, I, I expected him of all people to be calling that reference. And uh, and he didn't get it.
0: So but I I, I hear it. <laughs> there you go. Well, the record's fantastic, man. We're looking forward to hearing it, looking forward to seeing you out there live once again this evening. Um, when you are out and about on the road, obviously you've been a lot of different places, you've mm-hmm. played a lot of different types of venues. Um, you still prefer the smaller intimate things or you're getting used to the bigger stages and the bigger crowds at this point? Or, or do you have a dream of like a festival one day that you want to be the man on the stage there?
1: Yeah, imagine me. Imagine old Barnes. The man. oh <laughs> The man on the stage. Chewbacca phallus
0: up on the stage.
1: <laughs> no longer a boy, brazen in the might of sing songery, prancing about like the sugar plum fairy. <laughs>
0: this just took a turn. I'm not sure where we just went. I I feel like I'm in Willy Wonka's factory. I thought you were
1: inviting me to share my dreams here. I thought this was a safe space. Absolutely. Didn't realize you're just going to call me out on it immediately. I'll keep it to myself.
0: It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah,
1: I love intimate venues. Uh, There's something that you will never ever get back when you leave those places and a certain way of performing and interacting with the audience that cannot exist anywhere else. Um, Having said that, bigger venues are wonderful in their own way, Um, but I will always, always go back to playing the little shows, no
0: matter how big things get. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Last time I actually saw you perform live, uh, you were in a hospital gown, you had a broken leg, and nurses on stage with you. Yeah, that wasn't (laughs) a gig. That was just me in the hospital. (laughs) You You were very intrusive. It was the drugs. You You made my mother cry. They (laughs) let me get on your morphine drip. I don't know what happened. It got a little weird. It was a good night, though. It was a good night there. what can we expect is first off how's the, it was the leg right it was
1: yeah um i broke my foot at Summerfest in uh, in milwaukee ah. um i i kind of like because the crowd was so far away talk about bigger gigs they had the crowd like 500 feet away from the the gig so and the last song i'm like all right i'm gonna get down there and, and speak to these people so i kind of like had to take this huge running leap to get over the the photo pit, and then the VIP area, and then, like, the security area. And then I kind of, like, landed on the— pulled my legs right up and kind of flung my arms out like a majestic bird of prey. And um, I hit the ground and my foot just kind of exploded into a thousand splinters. And I realized it was concrete at the bottom, not grass as I had anticipated. So uh, that was extraordinarily painful, but I didn't want to let them see me cry. So I I jumped up and I kind of shuffled about a bit (laughs) awkwardly on my foot. I kind of did one of those dances that the birds do on, like, National Geographic. Ah, You kind of, like, hobble about to try and attract a mate, which I did not. (laughs) Uh, And then, uh, yeah, I left and went to bed. And the next day, when I'd flown to L.A. and, like, you know, done all kinds of crazy stuff, they told me that it was prodigiously broken. Jeez. So I didn't want to be just, like, stuck in one place for these upcoming gigs. And I didn't want to cancel. I hate canceling gigs. Right, right. So, um... I was trying to think how I could turn that to my advantage. Um, you know, Dave Grohl did the throne thing, but that's Dave Grohl, you know. People people don't care what he does. He's written so many great tunes that like he can do what he wants. Right, right. When you're a new act that people don't know, especially at a festival like Lollapalooza, people are like, "All right, well, impress me. I don't care if you got a broken foot. You you dick." It's <laughs> like so hobble around a bit. <laughs> So I got my friend Kimberly to dress up as a nurse, which is super, not like a sexy nurse. You know, oh, I'm not saying she's not sexy. <laughs> You're gonna I'm dig just, a hole here, man. I'm just <laughs> saying
0: that it was it was not a sexualized thing.
1: Gotcha. Okay, I just, just Make that
0: absolutely clear. <laughs> and then there were late night Cheerios afterwards. It just got weird. <laughs> it
1: got super weird.
0: Yeah, speak to the drummer about that one. Uh, <laughs>
1: but But um, we did the thing, and she was, like, pushing me around in this hospital gurney, and it was was great. I mean, it was really fun, but there was a problem with the the microphone stand. So every, like, couple of seconds, I'm, like, in this bed, and this microphone stands getting like lower and lower every few seconds, and I'm slipping down into the most intense yoga positions I've ever done in my life, <laughs> trying to sing like, golden dandelions. and I'm like, <laughs> get to the end of the song, and then I gotta push this thing back up again, and, um, Oh did I just unplug, no, I didn't. No, you're good, you're good. I thought I unplugged my mic, but it was just some other, like, inconsequential piece of equipment.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it was it was fun, it was
1: challenging, but...
0: Yeah, it was just the videos and whatnot. I was like, I, 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 wonder, I knew you broke your leg, and I wondered where the idea and where the concept came up for it. But it was pretty amazing to see as Lala Blues streamed the videos afterwards, and I watched it again. I was like, all right, so good to see that you are moving around. Disappointed that we will have the non sexy, non naughty nurse on stage tonight. I can so, still do that. Oh, <laughs> well, if you want to go there, I, I mean, have the costume. There you still. go. Buffalo would not complain.
1: I could still put it on. Make I mean, it happen. I would look. I look great in a nurse's outfit.
0: Bart's Gordy, everybody, there. hanging out with us here. It is the Kerfuffle Before Christmas, night one at Buffalo Riverworks. Let's get back into the tunage. Well, uh, the one I was talking about earlier off the album Attractions of Youth. This is Hobo Rocket. It's here on Alternative Buffalo, 1077, 1047, and 102.5 HD2, live from Buffalo Riverworks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?